Welcome back to Under the Teenfluence, the show where we give advice to teens based on our past experiences. My name is Yasmin and I'll be your host today. With me, I have Leslie and Ginny and we're the prevention team from NCADD San Fernando Valley. So in today's podcast, we're actually going to go into the depths and talk a little bit about Valentine's Day since it is approaching. One of the first questions that we're actually going to talk about, is there anything in your past relationships you would change or regret, um, whether it be your current relationship in the past or et cetera, et cetera? Okay. Trying to think here. So a relationship that I would change or if I regret it. I don't regret any of my relationships, both like intimate and non-intimate, like just with friends in general too. But I think if I could change anything, it was with one specific friend actually where I was, I felt like I was inconsiderate of that friend's feelings. And I don't think I ever put them first, not because they weren't worth putting first. They were really good people. I just, I didn't think I knew how to balance having my other friends and then having a relationship and then Mm -hmm. also having that friend. I think I, I kind of put them last, not realizing I put them last, nothing was intentional. I just feel like I should have considered their feelings a little more, which is probably why we're not friends anymore. Mm -hmm. So that's something that I think I always kind of like regret, I guess you could say, because they were really good people. It's just, I, I don't think I really took them to consideration, not on purpose. It's just, I never really thought about it until like after time went by and we're no longer friends. So that's Um, something that I kind of regret. Yeah. Interesting. I feel like I'm kind of the same too. In terms of like romantic relationships, I don't really regret anything. I feel like what happened happened and that's where I am now. Mm -hmm. But in terms of like friendship relationships, I, I regret that not keeping in touch with certain people. I feel like I missed out on a great friendship there just because I, either I was too lazy to text back or just actually like make plans to meet up and hang out. It's just, yeah. I feel like that's the only thing I would go back and change. Yeah. yeah I would agree with, I agree with both of you. Cause I'm the same way I lost. I've lost a um, couple of friendships just due to like me not reaching out, them not reaching out. And I know we all have busy schedules and stuff, but I feel like at least just a simple text message or a simple call can make a difference in any type of relationship. Um, even now I would still go back and try to text them, but we could just see that like the relationship friendship um just has like died down. But you know, as the saying goes, friends come and go. So I feel like at whatever like point you think you are in your life, I think that's where you should be. So yeah. So if yeah. any of you young ones are listening, because we are over twenty, um <laughs> over I think all of us are over twenty-four years old here. Yeah. And um I would say life does get in the way a lot now as you get older. And I feel like that's something that we have to learn to balance. Like now that I feel like life is I wouldn't say easier, but I feel like we're more in tune with our schedules that we forget to like put friends also into our into the mix of our life. So if you're a young one here listening, <laughs> I would say just try to remember that, uh, try to keep your friends as close as possible and like keep them considered because um, right now you probably, you know, in high school or in middle school, you have all this time in the world with these friends, but then as you get older, like you guys, you, you start to separate not because you're not friends. It's just life really does get, get in the way. So I would say, yeah, just try to remember to keep your, your friends close, you know, consider them, whether it's both, you know, romantic relationship or just a friendship in, in general. Yeah. Agreed. Okay, your advice. Um, let's see. Something I wanted to ask is what is something you would tell your younger self about love or relationships? I think what I just said. Yeah. To yeah you young I mean, ones. <laughs> but at the same time, like when you're younger, I feel like 
because you're experiencing love for the first time, you're trying to get an idea of what it is. Mm-hmm. I would say maybe don't take it too seriously. Because I know when I was in high school, there was those couples like, oh my gosh, I would die oh, if yeah. I don't see you. Or like, I can't live without you. Yeah, it's and not the end of the world, like, guys. It's kind of cringy. It's not the end of the world. At this age now, too. we see it that it's cringy. And you're just like, you probably don't even talk to this person anymore. Mm-hmm. They are no longer your life. So when you're in high school, middle school and high school, I feel like enjoy it but don't take it too seriously mm-hmm. until you're finally actually able to understand what love really is mm-hmm. or you're both like in a place where you're like okay we can keep this going let's keep it going because i know a few people who are high school sweethearts and they are married with children and they're happy so don't also not consider these people yeah. your love of your lives <laughs> but um it's keep just an open mind keep an open mind grow and- with it yeah, it's nothing of the world, guys. Trust me. I used to think that, though. Trust me. I used to be in my room crying, thinking, like, this man is never going to love me again. And I used to, be, I used to think I was going to be alone forever. This guy <laughs> yeah. wasn't with me anymore. So, trust me. It's not the end of the world. Um, and even if you aren't in a relationship right now, that's also not the end of the world. Like, oh, my God, I don't have anybody. So, yeah. just make just know that life, oh, there's so many surprises. And you mm-hmm. might, obviously, meet them along the way. Just feel like also in high school or middle school you should focus on yourself I feel like that's a really big thing Mm because um I've also learned that if you can't love yourself then you're not going to be happy in a relationship you can't force someone to love you if you don't even love yourself so that's something I would tell my younger self too true interesting going back to the high school relationships I think we can all agree that we're all kind of cringy but (laughs) have you guys maybe been in that high school relationship where your boyfriend um, told you you can't do this you can't do that like, like did he try to change you in some sort controlling? of controlling yeah and maybe you didn't see it as controlling <sighs> or something like that but maybe now you're realizing huh he was trying to do this she was trying mm-hmm. to do this oh. um honestly i don't think i had ever a relationship that they peer pressured me to do anything or try to change me thankfully the people that i have been with have never really influenced me or made me feel like i had to do something um friendship wise I think I did have a few friends that like did try to change me or get me to do things that they wanted to do I wouldn't say full peer pressure but more in the sense of kind of like I don't know like kind of like in a manipulative way because peer pressure is one thing to be like just do it do it like consistently nagging the person rather than doing it in a more manipulative way where it's like all right then well I guess we won't hang out today because you know you know you don't want to do this so I'll just see you another day, yeah. you know? So I'll be like, okay, you know, and I wouldn't, but it's just interesting because I feel like it was different, more manipulative in my opinion. I had yeah. some friends that did that. And I don't think they were doing it with super malintentions because I don't think everyone's always doing th- everything with malintentions because we're kids. Like, I think this was when I was in eighth grade. So I, now that I look back, I don't take it too personally because I'm like, they probably didn't even know what they were asking of me either um, from my friends, yeah. but... I don't know. That's just something that I remember experiencing in middle school, some, somewhat in high school of some friends pressuring me, but never a significant other. I've never felt someone had to change me or make me feel like I had to change, thankfully. Okay. I'm going to go back to what you said about manipulative uh, tactics. Um, I wouldn't say they were controlling, but I felt like they used that tactic to make me feel bad. Like if I wanted to hang out with friends and blow uh, him off, then he'd be upset at that. And then he'll like change like, 
the the topic into making me think I'm the bad guy because I wanted mm -hmm. to go hang out with friends. So I wouldn't say no, he was controlling. He just made me feel bad for like obviously some of the decisions that I made. And mm -hmm. looking back at it, I'm just like, huh, I'm glad I made the decision because now I'm able to fend for myself and like not take, yeah, you know, stuff from um other individuals. But yeah, I feel like that's also um, something that you should take in consideration like those are just like signs that you should probably avoid when it comes to certain like individuals that you choose to be with just make sure that they don't make you feel bad for wanting to do things that you actually want to do yeah so. I think it's safe to say that most um who knows if it's actually in middle schools but it's mostly in in high school where like as I was mentioning earlier where we're starting to experience love mm -hmm. and you want to do everything to mm -hmm. please your partner Keep in mind, if your partner is forcing you to not hang out with your mm -hmm. friends and to hang out with them, or they're forcing you to use drugs or alcohol, you know, maybe this partner is not right for you. And it's very yeah. important to kind of keep that in mind mm -hmm. as you guys are experiencing um, love for the first time. Yeah. Going off of that, have any of you picked up on a bad habit from one of your partners? And if you didn't, how did you, like get yourself to not pick up on that bad habit they nothing with them having yeah, to yeah. tell you like do this it's more of like you saw that they have this bad habit but you thought you tried get, avoiding it as best as you could but you couldn't like you ended up picking up if anything so. i picked up on the way they talk <laughs> i've noticed mm, like i okay. say things that they that they like yeah, that's what they okay. would say and i'm just like oh i wouldn't consider that a have the bad habit but i do consider it like a habit you become okay. like them, them another yeah version of them. <laughs> like, in terms of bad habits no i don't think so yeah I think with friends, I picked up a lot of bad habits. Mm. Not really with my partners, but more with my friends. Because my friends tend to be, I mean, we weren't all perfect. You know, I hope you young ones are listening that you don't lie to your parents. <laughs> but um, I used to sneak around a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. And my friends were a big influence on that. Not that they told me I had to. None of my friends ever made me ditch or like tell me, oh, you have to come to this party. Or none of my yeah. friends ever made me feel that I had to go. I always made the decision on my own, but because they were doing it, I felt like I was going to do it too. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really think about it until after I was like, okay, this is a pretty bad habit right. that I picked up on. And then it was like a continuous thing throughout high school. And I ended up just constantly like lying to my parents or sneaking off or just not being home and things like that. So I think that's a bad habit. I feel like I picked up at a young age. Um, I probably shouldn't have done that, <laughs> um, but it is what it is now. Yeah. And I hope none of you young ones are, uh, well, I hope you are listening, but I hope you don't pick up on these things. Cause trust me, like at the end, you end up getting caught, you know, the truth <laughs> come out and parents always find out when you get in a lot of trouble and it's just, it's so not worth it. At least getting in trouble in the sense of going through all that. But I think that's a bad habit. I definitely um, picked up on. I was really scared of my parents. So I felt like I tried not to get in trouble. Mm -hmm. So even when I had a boyfriend at a, uh, 15 they were really really strict on that I mean I guess the bad habit you could say was that I tried sneaking out to go see him mm. yeah we would like meet up at the park like two blocks <laughs> away from me and I would tell them like hi I'm gonna go buy like something from like the paletero man or something <laughs> so I feel like yeah that's like a bad habit but like I, I'm, I think I'm thankful to say that a lot of my friends did not like make me do things I shouldn't have done so that's good you selected the right group of friends. <laughs> thank you did you Leslie even with know. friendships pick up any bad habits honestly i don't know i've always like you said mm -hmm. i was always afraid still i'm afraid of my parents <laughs> so i was always like oh i ain't gonna do anything to get myself caught like, yeah or to get I in trouble that. so i always try to even if my friends were doing something maybe that wasn't as responsible or something i'm like nope mm -hmm. nope nope actually this is funny so so so, so random but kind of funny <laughs> kind of 
in correlation to this. There's this one time where my friends were like, we got off um, school early mm -hmm. and we were all going to go to a friend's house and hang out. And I told my mom oh, that I want to class actually gets out late. So I ended up... <laughs> like going with them but when i came back home i told my mom because i couldn't like stand the you were guilt, guilt. Yeah. yeah so i mean i don't know but did she I mean, get mad she, at you she didn't get mad she was okay she was like a little mad but she didn't was she wasn't fully mad because i told you confessed you know, yeah friends. yeah and i actually like ended up bad. yeah you were just no we were just friends. hanging out with friends yeah. but it's also the fact that i, I used to, i even left my friends early to go home because um, I just I couldn't because I was like what if something maybe it was happen? just the fact that you lied to your mom that was it yeah yeah could be but no okay well aside from bad habits guys what about let's talk about something positive healthy relationships so I want to ask you guys what is your love language Sidey. Um, <laughs> funny. Honestly, yeah, funny I think for me it's, it's quality time quality time. yeah I don't I think that's always been something for me. It's just in general quality time, whether it's with my significant other or a friend. Mm -hmm. I think I really love quality time. Like, I don't think I need to, like, I can be with my best friend and we can sit in a room. Silent. Silent. Yeah. And just be on our phones or watch a movie and not talk the entire movie and just actually watch it and we eat our snacks. <laughs> or like, I would be in the bathroom getting ready, showering, and she's just in my room god knows what she's doing you know maybe like on the phone or watching tv and it's just as long as we're together i can care yeah. less about what is happening and same with my boyfriend like we can be not speaking for like four hours but as long as like when he's playing his ps5 and i'm just on the couch <laughs> like laying there like reading or watching my movie on my laptop or just like sitting there on my phone or just like watching him play i don't care that we don't speak as long as like we're together, together so i think yeah. for me it's I've learned over time it's it's quality time yeah interesting that used to be mine so I like years ago I did my the test to figure out what my love language was and it was quality time but now I like redid the test and it's actually acts of services I feel like the more busy I got the more I appreciated my partner doing something for me to take it off my list mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay so yeah I know what you're saying what about you yes I like how we all have different love languages because mine would be physical touch I'm a very big person on physical touch like I just need to constantly like just like even if it's like shoulder to shoulder I'm holding hands like yeah. I just like the like the feeling of it like just knowing that that person's right next to you and like I don't know just feeling them close like I don't know I've always liked um yeah I've always just liked the physical touch I've also read somewhere that your love language is something that you didn't get growing up and I was like huh it is yeah totally. my parents were not affectionate at all you so know I think what? that's I why can, I crave I it that yeah I unfortunately had parents who were never there oh. so I feel like as I got older being with my friends was like so significant yeah. for me or like being with my partner whether it was middle school or high school or just any of my friends middle school and high school I always loved being at their home or like yeah. just being with them after school or them coming over my house, whether we, like I said, had plans or no plans. Like I was so like in touch with mm -hmm. having them around that like, I didn't care we didn't speak. I'm telling you, like, I'm all about like, I don't care yeah. less, like, we're no, you're me and doing your own thing. We can read. Like I used to have friends that come over and did their homework and I didn't have any homework, but I let them do their Just homework. knowing that they were there. Yeah, just knowing that they were there. Yeah. So I think honestly, that's kind of like scary. It is scary to think <laughs> about. Like, yeah. Okay, so if any of you are listening out there, um, if you have any issues like with family, like <laughs> trying to see if your love language matches, <laughs> matches, matches that. that. It doesn't always have to match it, but that's yeah, just something I read. The majority. It makes sense. Yeah. It can make sense. I mean, I could, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that.
Interesting. All right. So next question. How about what are some boundaries that you guys have in order to maintain a healthy relationship? Um, I think I've learned this one recently because I've been with my boyfriend for the period of time that I've been with him. It's been a while, I guess you can say we live together. So again, you young ones listening, you are not there yet. You're not living with your significant others in high school, middle school, but I am an older woman. (laughs) (laughs) So... (laughs) That's why I live with my significant other. But um, I would have to say, not only is it, I mean, obviously it's communication. I feel like that's what everyone says. Yes. But it's also not just communication, but I think it's about how honest the communication is. Because you can tell someone like, hey, I think I need my space. But it's like, why? You know what I mean? Oh, they kind of get like hurt. Yeah. Or you kind of have to learn that don't take anything personal. You know what I mean? Because I used to, I felt like I was a lot more sensitive. I still think I am more sensitive than my my boyfriend is. But we both learned that because we're two different people, we have to learn how to not only communicate, but communicate with who we are as people. Mm -hmm. Because he's very forward and I'm very forward, but I need whys and he doesn't. Oh. He doesn't need to know why. He's just like, like, you know what I mean? Like, for example, like, let's just say, um, or he'll tell me like, hey, um, today you need some space. And I'll be like, why? Mm. You know? <laughs> you'll just be you like, know. can you just like respect yeah, that? Yeah, can you just respect that? Yeah. You know? And then I used to be like, I used to get hurt by it, you know? But then I learned because I've been with him for so long, that is just who he is. And it's not towards me. And it, it really isn't. And for example, my thing where I'm like, can we talk about this for a second? Like an argument, let's say. He used to be like, why? Like, it's already over. Like, we already went past it. But it's like, I need to talk about it. You know, and back then he used to take it personally. Like, why do you want to drag it on? But then mm-hmm. over time he learned, like, that's what she needs. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do it. In order to she stay needs safe. It. <laughs> so it's yeah. all about, like, like I said, if, yeah, communicate with your partner. But, like, I think you have to really, really focus on who they are as people mm-hmm. in order for that communication to work because you to me it's not 50 50 I don't believe in 50 50 because my 50 50 can be really low and his 50 50 can be like really high or vice versa yeah mm-hmm. you know because like we are communicating great we both did that but we're two different people so how is his communication for me going to be the same, same as my communication for him agreed you know so i think i've learned that because it's not just about communication it's about like the individual you're actually yeah. with so i feel like for boundaries i would say is that i guess it kind of goes back to like really learning the person you're with because boundaries are so important <laughs> you really have to think about the other person and what is it that i guess they need because if they're saying they need space i think that's where the boundary hits where you have to just give them that space. You don't have to question it. Don't always assume it's you. Um, It really can just be the individual asking or needing something from you. And you just have to respect that. Cause at that point, that's when you're like crossing their boundaries, Mm -hmm. if that makes any sense. But yeah, I think it's really learning the person because that's where kind of um, boundaries take place. Cause then you're obviously not considering the other person's feelings. And then that's when you're crossing their boundaries. So that's kind of how I see it. I don't know if you guys agree or not. No, definitely. Agree. I think you covered pretty much the whole yeah. boundaries for a good relationship. Yeah. Yeah. But going off of, you know, talking about learning your partner, you also have to learn yourself. So what are some of your self-care tips or self-love tips you would have for yourself? I feel like for me, 
when it comes to self-care, I like to pamper myself, whether that means just getting my hair done, getting my nails done, or just going and at least buying a new shirt, new pants, like a whole new outfit just to feel like, oh, yes, I feel good type yeah. of vibe. Um, in terms of self-love, I feel like just doing things that really matter to myself. So for me, maybe just listening to music, um, maybe painting if I have the opportunity. What about you, Yes. Um, in terms of self-care, I feel like I like that saying of romanticizing your life. And I know I've seen a bunch of uh, influencers and like TikTok uh, people just say that they like to enjoy just like a whole day of just um, with their presence. Whether that mm -hmm. means like, oh, I'm going to go get my nails done, I'm going to get my hair done. And they go grab like a coffee or they go grab like mm -hmm. their favorite food or something. I feel like that's self, that's like definitely um, something that I love to do. I know I used to have a hard time trying to do that just because I hated the idea of doing stuff by myself because I mean, mm -hmm. till this day, it still gives me a lot of anxiety. But I feel like if it's do if you're doing it for yourself, and you're pampering yourself, and you're actually taking care of yourself, then I feel like uh, something that I know, maybe some of you that are listening aren't able to drive because some of you are so young, don't have a license. That doesn't necessarily mean you have to go to like the farthest, I don't know, coffee shop. You could always take a walk. That's also, I feel like that mm -hmm. could also help. You could invite some friends to come and help you like maintain this happy day for yourself. Um, and with self-love tips, yeah, I think I would have to agree with Leslie. So I have an app on my phone that I usually keep, like it's on my home screen. Um, so literally when I open my phone, it's usually on my home screen and just gives me like little affirmations for the day. Like, oh, love yourself a little bit more today or treat yourself with kindness or uh, give, yeah, give water to your plant as if you were yourself. And I was like, you know what? It actually does help me. Cause even when I'm just like looking at my home screen, I'm like, oh, that's cute. And I feel like it gives me like a little boost of like energy. So yeah. Yeah, and just a reminder, even saying no to drugs is a way of self-love. You know, you're taking care of yourself. You're not putting Great. alcohol or any other drugs in your body that can cause harm to it. Um, I know Valentine's Day, if you're not in a relationship, it can feel a little bit lonely. But keep in mind, Valentine's Day is not just a romantic relationship. It also can be, be it can also be a friend relationship, you know. Um, so, like I said, if it's not about having a love entrance, it can also just be a day to focus on yourself and to love yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and also just be with friends. You know, whenever I didn't have a partner, I always was with my friends. Whatever friends I had that were single, we would hang out and just, like, tell each other, you know, what's so great about each other mm -hmm. and, like, try to make ourselves feel better. Because I do know that there were some friends that thought, like, oh, maybe, um, you know, they felt a little doubtful about themselves or didn't feel good about themselves. Some would want to use drugs as a way to cope with these issues. And thankfully, a lot of the times they didn't choose that path. But like I said, like, once you start one time, you never know it can lead to wanting to use more drugs or even getting addicted to it at some point so it's always best to want to take care of yourself and drugs are definitely not the answer to taking care of yourself if anything you're actually harming yourself more um at the end of the day because drugs are temporary so again it's only an answer maybe for a few hours but it's not the answer for like the rest of your life um it's not worth it um you feel sick you feel icky and um it's not fun. i think it's not fun and it's, it's not definitely fun. a thing you should Try doing maybe on Valentine's Day, whether you're with a friend or not with a friend, maybe try doing something that you love or something you've never done before as a way of showing self-love. Because again, you know, being ambitious or trying something new is always a way of self-love. You're growing as a person, um, wanting can't, to try new things. You can't love yourself. If, you can't love, love someone without loving yourself. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, is there anything else you guys want to add before we wrap this up? 
I think we're good. I feel like we gave you guys some good advice and some good outlooks into our passes. Yeah. Just as a reminder, everyone's relationship is different, whether it's friendships or an actual romantic relationship. But uh, whatever we said here, I hope this could some help some of you into your current relationship uh, or just you making relationships next in the next few years. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, just... Just so you know, we don't have the answers to everything. We do not. Everything we said, <laughs> you do not also have to listen to in the sense of like, because you are your own person. You know, you don't always have to yeah. do what other people tell you. Um, what might work for team. me might not work for Leslie Ginny. What might work for Ginny might not work for me, et cetera, exactly. et cetera. So we are not gurus on love, but <laughs> this is just some <laughs> ideas that we've had based off of our life experiences. But yeah. Tune in next time on a whole other topic. But thank you, everyone, for listening. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.